lady. You've got to get to know her. She has such a special spirit. She will pray with you. I cannot even begin to tell you the worship that she has when we have practice. I'm so blessed by her spirit, and I know God's going to use her in a mighty way. Thank you, Lord. I've got one word today that I get to the honor to give for Sister Kimberly Kaufman. We're so excited for you. She was baptized on Wednesday as well. Sister Shelley's been working with her, and we're so grateful for all they're doing. We're so excited for you, sis. Welcome to the church. Hallelujah. You are worthy, God. Would you worship with us today? Hey! 
Jesus. You just sang those words. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we're thankful to be in your house this morning, God. Oh, think of those things he's done for you personally. Oh, he's so good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Again, welcome out to Mother's Day service. You can go ahead and be seated. Oh, God is so good. Yes, he is. I have some announcements for you guys today. Um, we have prayer this Tuesday, 11 a.m., which prayer is awesome. Remember, if you don't pray, you're going to pay. Wonderful word this morning. So good. That should motivate you to try to make it out this Tuesday morning and as well at 6 p.m. And on Wednesday nights, we have our worship and word and kids quest. Where's my kids quest crew at? Oh, I know you guys are louder than that. Where's my kids quest crew? where we have a Kids Quest program for children ages 10 and under, and we will have a great time back there, let me tell you. We sure do. I'm getting ready to go ahead and take up our offering. Um, so if I can get some ushers to come up this way. How many of you just feel great today? It's Mother's Day today. And there are so many of you wonderful, beautiful mothers in here and mother figures. You may not have your children on your own, but some of you are spiritual mothers, to these Sunday school kids that you teach, to people in your everyday lives. Brother Thomas, will you go ahead and pray over our offering, please? Amen. Amen. You can go ahead and march your offering up. And as they do so, that Kids Quest crew that I mentioned, why don't you guys come on up? They have a special treat for you guys today. I was getting them pumped up and ready for their performance. Come on up, you guys. Don't be shy. So mamas, daddies, you may want to get your phones ready, okay, because I know I'm a mama too. I love those videos and pictures.
Let's give him another hand clap. Good job, guys. And next, I have the privilege of introducing somebody really special to me, my mother-in-law. She is a ma'am-ma'am to lots of kids here, just not our, her own grandkids. She is known as ma'am-ma'am, even to all of her Sunday school kids. I was definitely blessed when God gave me a second mother, for sure. Um, but she has a heart and a passion for these children that she is our Sunday school superintendent. So she loves these children very much. So I'm going to turn the rest of it over to her. Ask her sometimes what she calls me. But not in church, please. No, she <laughs> She loves me, I know it, though, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> if you brought a child today, raise your hand. If you brought a child. Now pat yourself on the back. That is the best thing that you can do for these children is to have them in the house of the Lord. Absolutely. Where's Miss Amanda? Where'd she get to? Stand up, Miss Amanda. She helped me with the, well, she done the song for the kids. She, she's got a boot on. She was playing the air guitar just a little bit too hard. <laughs> Only her. <laughs> we love you. I've got a poem I want to read. Things a mother taught me. My mother taught me about weather. Your broom looks like a tornado hit it. I see my grandkids' room. Your mother taught me about religion. You better pray that that comes out of the carpet. My mother taught me about time travel. I'm going to kick you into next week. <laughs> I saw my son back there. He's heard that before. <clears throat> my mom taught me about osmosis. Shut your mouth and eat your supper. My mom taught me the circle of life. I brought you into this world, and I can take you out. <laughs> my mom taught me about envy. There are millions of less fortunate children in this world that don't have a wonderful parent like you do. My mother taught me about receiving. When you get home, you're going to get it. <laughs> My mother taught me about uh, gene genealogy. Shut the door. Were you born in a barn? My mother taught me about justice. 
one day you're going to have kids, and I hope they turn out just like you. <laughs> My mom taught me logic because I said so. That's why. And that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. My no mother taught me about stamina. You'll sit there until you've, that's all gone. My mother taught me about irony. Keep crying, and I'll give you something to cry about. I have three children here, and they've probably said amen to almost every one of those. <laughs> Can I have the mothers to come up? If you're a mama, we want to see you. We have a little, a little bucket of love to give you. It's full of stress relievers. We have a lot of candy in there and some kisses. I'm so proud of our children they come up to sing. They do such a good job. You wouldn't believe in the back how loud they are. <laughs> Does everybody have one? We good? You look on the bottom if you see a little, what did you put, a smiley face or a star? All right. Brother Joe, she's got one. Anybody else have a star? Oh, we got a star. <laughs> one more. Does anybody else have one? Uh-oh, you try to depend on these men. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, there we go, there we go. I'll take that back. You did a good job. 
just so you know, my Sunday school class today, I don't know about the other ones, we taught on honoring your mother and father, so hopefully that sticks at least for today. <laughs> Thank you so much. Can we all give these a big hand clap of praise? Thank you, Sunday School Department. Those are some yummy treats. So mamas, make sure you hide those in your secret hiding places. I know I got one. <laughs> so now it's the time where we're going to kind of gear our minds back to worship. How many of you, again, just the opening song, Lord, you are good. Think of those words. Think of how much God has blessed each and every one of you in this building today. You're here. You're here today. You may be going through some trials. Maybe things in your life aren't the way you want them to be. But that's when we put God first. We give him our worship. We give him our praise. Oh, we honor him. Why don't we just stand across this house today and give him all that we have. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Jesus. 
is a miracle worker. Just keep believing on that miracle that God's promised you, because I sure am. So he's got another one he's promised me, and it's going to happen, and I'm taking him right now for it in Jesus' name. that we are going to honor the person that has bought, brought the most families, not children, but families. And we have a $50 gift certificate for the person that's brought the most families. Um, if you think that you might be one of these people, let's, let's see. Why don't everybody sit down and the ones that think they've got a lot of families stand back up? Okay, does anybody have 15 people with them today or more? How many do you have? Yeah, you can count them up just for showing. You got 15? Anybody else got more than 15? Oh, he said he, well, you got to have them here. Oh, I know, that don't count. Got to get them here. Okay, then Sister Shelly, come up, and we will present you with a $50 gift certificate. <laughs> okay, Sister Shelly, we are so thankful that you won this. We love you so much. And you're working hard for your family. she said earlier if you don't pray you pay but also on the other flip coin of that if you pray look what God does he pays and gives you more so that's awesome thank you yes amen that's good amen thank you Lord now there's a couple ladies that I would like to come up here our assistant pastor's wife sister Nicole Hardy and sister Michelle Thornburg if you would come up and I I'm gonna put Bishop to work. I didn't I didn't bring the flowers over here. I'm not up here a lot, so just kind of forgive me and overlook me a little bit. <laughs> I'm glad we're all family because it's not so bad looking out at family. This is Sister Michelle. And this is Sister Nicole. These ladies work tirelessly here at the church. They're teachers, and they have small children, which is no easy feat. They, um, did, did you 
good workers. Okay. They, uh, they come here for practices, and you know, I remember being young, it's hard enough to sit in a service, let alone come here and work and do everything, and they've just been so faithful, and I believe our music's just beautiful, and I'm thankful for each and both of them. They're just they're so good to us. And just, let's just give them a big hand. Thank you, Lord. to the next part of our service, there's a lady that I'm going to introduce that I just, I'm amazed by her walk with the Lord. She has an anointing on her. She's helped so many people with her, her direction and her counseling. Um, I just can't say enough for her. She was a preacher's kid. That's not an easy thing to be. So I just want to welcome Sister Emily Lawson and present her with her flowers. I can take them back over the day. Oh, praise the Lord, church family. I feel like you're my extended family. Thank you so much. You may stand up just for a little bit, a couple of scriptures, and then I'll get started. It's good to be here today. I love that we can be apostolic and let the spirit move, and then we can also do things like give out flowers and candy. I think that we can do both, right? So I love the way I got my chocolate, and then I came up here, and the Holy Ghost just moved. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right, we're going to read a couple scriptures, and I'll let you be seated, and I do know the time. We're going to be in Psalm 68, 28, and I'm going to read it from um, the version that I chose to take it from, but they may have another one on the screen. Psalm 68, 28 says, Summon your power, God. Show us your strength, our God, as you have done before. Another version says, the Lord has sent his strength for thee. How many of you could use a little bit of God's strength today? And then a scripture um, in the New Testament, 1 Corinthians 12, 12. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though, are one body, so it is with Christ. You may be seated. I'm giving honor to Bishop and Sister Purdue, she just did a great job today. I love her dearly. When we uh, vacationed with Pastor Matt and Sister Marin um, in the fall, which that was the first time that we had ever vacationed with them, but, but it was Pastor Matt's 40th, and so he wanted to do that. But I got called Mimi about five times because apparently we have a lot of similarities, and I felt that was quite a compliment, quite a compliment. Um, I know some of you have literally watched me grow up. Sister Lisa, you've known me since I was little, little girl. I was thinking of Steve and Amy. Man, we've been in church together since I was a little girl. Um, I appreciate your faithfulness. So many of you saints, you have, you have stayed true to the cause. 
And I appreciate that. I honor my husband today. He was my chauffeur. <laughs> and my beautiful children. They are the reason that I get up in the morning. And they're the reason that I go to bed at night, tired, but happy. <laughs> All right. So by Tuesday of last week, I still had a gazillion thoughts in my mind of what I was going to bring to you. But I knew it wasn't quite the specific word that God wanted. So I was just waiting patiently. I also had a daughter who broke her arm, and it was not in a cast yet, so we were doing doctor's appointments. I also had an autoimmune flare. To anybody who has autoimmune illnesses, you know they can just show up for no reason. My husband says my body is like a chemistry experiment. Who knows what's going to happen? So I had hives all over my body, and I was super itchy. Um, and Tuesday night is my, it's a small group ladies night. I don't run it. Two ladies from the church do. And they were in my first small group that I had in my home. You see, if you start small groups in your home, they will multiply and they'll go out and do small groups. That's how it works. So I usually go to support these ladies, but quite honestly, I was tired. Any of y'all ever been just tired? It was raining, not quite as much as it was raining today. That was like a tsunami that we drove to church in. But it was raining, and I was weary internally, and I had this thought that came into my mind. The thought was, they'll be fine without me. Yet somewhere in the deepest of my heart, I wanted to go. I knew I needed to go not to support them, but I needed to go because I was tired. When you think they'll be fine without me, you need to hightail it to the house of God. When you start making excuses of why I can't be there at prayer meeting or why I can't be there, I'm telling you, that's the very time you need to get yourself with God's people and get in the presence of God. Mm -hmm. So I knew, okay, Jesus, I got to take me and all my weariness to small group. Now, I'm a pastor's kid, and I'm a minister. So normally, and I want you to hear me, leaders of this church, normally, I really try to always carry myself in a way that honors God. I try to wear a smile even when my heart is breaking. I try to be strong. But honestly, sometimes in quote-unquote honoring God, I've ignored myself, which really isn't honoring God at all. It's really just my pride. And it's the reason that God had to write in Hosea 6.6, I don't want your sacrifices. I want your love. I don't want your offerings. I want you to know me. I want you to know me, Emily. He doesn't always need our fake facade. Sometimes he needs us just broken before him. God, I need you. I can't make it without you. So in trying to follow the Holy Ghost that night, I decided just to just show up. <laughs> I didn't change my clothes. I had this huge comfy t-shirt dress on. 
I had black capri pants, pink Adidas. My hair was in a ball cap. I didn't look like a preacher. I just looked like me that night. And as I quietly listened to the ladies talk and share, those ladies were teaching about Rachel and Leah. You talk about a messed up story. Those people were messed up. But man, it does my heart good to hear that other families are dysfunctional just like ours, right? We're not perfect. And you know what? You know, Rachel and Leah were God's chosen girls. He chose them. We're God's girls. He chose us. With all of our mess and all of my autoimmune issues and my daughter, I'm still God's girl. With my ball cap on, I'm God's girl. With my high heels on, I'm God's girl. That's who we are. And so I thought, He wants us to show up with our genuine skin on. And then he allows us to trade our strength for his. Now, many times the strength will come directly from the throne room. That's why we pray. That's why we intercede. But I want you to get this because this is the word of God to this church today. But just as many times his strength comes from somebody else, another human another sister who just decides to truly show up, to be present with you, to share his or her giftings with you. You know the body has an uncanny knack for healing itself. I sat in that doctor's office with Lainey as they were casting her arm, and I told her, your body's going to heal itself. I don't know how it does it. It's the miracle of the body. But it knows how to heal that broken arm. I don't know where your brokenness is today. But if you'll cling on to the body, it has an uncanny knack for healing itself. Healing itself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to quickly tell this story. I'm not going to read it all from the Bible. So you just have to trust me. It's in Judges 4 and 5. In the Old Testament, ladies, Deborah, the prophet, was a judge. I'm going to go ahead and read that again. In the Old Testament, Deborah, the prophet, was a judge. We need to really take that into our heart, ladies. We don't need to put a disclaimer for Deborah. Some say that God couldn't find a man, so he used a woman. The text doesn't even say that. That's not what the Bible says. We've placed that as some disclaimer. Let's just read it like it is. Ladies, let me tell you, we're called to be respectful to our leaders and Underneath, I'm under my husband, absolutely. My anointing, you know where it flows from right here today? From that man over there. I stay submitted to him. And God flows through our family like that. And we're called to consistently show forth the fruits of the Spirit to our sisters. But we are never called to shrink ourselves or hide our God-given gifts. 
heritage, you don't need to shrink yourself. Stop trying to fit into somebody else's shadow. Stop minimizing what God has called you to do and just start showing up. Hallelujah. The word tells us that during this specific and war-torn time amongst God's people, Deborah decided to do what God had called her to do. And just showed up. She showed up as a wife. She showed up with her gift to lead. She showed up with a discerning spirit and wisdom that only God can give. Discernment. We need it. We desperately need discernment. A woman without discernment, the Bible says, is like a ring of gold in a pig's snout. It's like, what's wrong with this picture? You ever seen some beautiful woman say something where you're like, and now you're not so beautiful? Or maybe you've been that lady where you're like, I'm driving my car and I see my grouchy face in the rear view. And I'm like, yikes, get a hold of yourself. You got the Holy Ghost, girl. Right? Yes. We have to, we have to have discernment. Just because we can say it doesn't mean that we should. And just because we're right doesn't need we need, mean we need to say that we're right. Deborah, she was a judge. Judges were very specifically called and chosen people. They were advisors during troubling times. She, get this, she held her court or counseled underneath a palm tree. It was called Deborah's Palm. That was like her office. I don't think I would mind that office. Like underneath a palm tree, <laughs> people would just line up and she would give them counsel. She would give them wisdom. If we have ever needed, and this is for everybody, both men and women of God who can tap into the wisdom of heaven, it's today. Our world is spiritually war-torn and daily people need direction and guidance and I'm telling you, we've got to have some people, like Sister Laura was saying, that in a split second, you can get in the spirit and you can hear from God. You can hear from God. Because remember, he said, I'm going to send you my strength. I'm going to tell you, you can't do it in your own strength. You will grow weary quickly. But when you get in prayer, spend time on your knees. It's like, a, it's like a vitamin B. It just begins to give you energy. It gives you power that is not your own. Hallelujah. Deborah was living in a time when human strength and human might was not going to bring victory. It was a time that God was going to have to step in. Deborah heard from God, and she sent a word to Barak, who was the general, that he was to lead 10,000 men and, and that God would give him victory over the military master at that time, Sisera. Side note, this story is basically a David and Goliath story. But it's about ladies. And so for some reason, we haven't heard it a lot. But I'm going to tell it today, okay? God was promising victory when the odds were completely stacked against God's people. Although Deborah sent a word that Barak would be successful, he wasn't quite confident, and he wanted Deborah to come with him. You know, we could say, well, he was weak. 
But I kind of admire him because he knew that Deborah knew God, that she could get a word from God. It was almost like a five-fold ministry thing, and we need that. We need apostles. We need prophets. We need pastors with shepherds' hearts that love people. We need evangelists, and we need teachers. We need it all. So he took Deborah into battle. But Deborah does this thing. She agrees to go, but she prophesies that the Lord will deliver Sisera into the hands of a woman. Now, I'm sure that many thought that she was declaring her own name, that she would bring the one, be the one to bring victory. But really, what she was doing was she was proclaiming the victory for another woman. Ladies, it's about time that we begin to unselfishly declare victory for our sisters. You see, when I win, you win. And when you win, I win. I need you. You need me. Start declaring it. Deborah wisely guided the hundreds. Now get this, hundreds of chariots coming against them. But God gave her knowledge. If you take them down this one way, it's super swampy. Oh, and I'm going to send a bunch of rain, and all those chariots are just going to get stuck in the mud. And then the Israelites can just pick them off one by one like ducks. Done. Because God has a plan. He has a plan for us to win, to be victorious. We've got to hear him. We've got to get in tune. He has a plan. Sisera, the general, fled on foot, and he fled to the tent of a woman named Jael. Jael, so wise, so powerful. She was a warrior. She brought him into her tent. She fed him. It says she fed him warm milk. I don't know. She knew that would make him sleepy. We're really wise. And then she did this very gruesome, crazy thing. She took a tent stake while he slept and drove it into his head. She did. It's as powerful as David cutting off Goliath's head. Ladies, you have to understand your strength. You have to understand who you are in God. Not because of your last name, but because you're God's girl. Because he has a plan for your life. Specific plan. Hmm. And just as Deborah had said, under the anointing of God, J.L. ultimately brought the victory. This is so beautiful, ladies. Deborah leads a victory song in Judges 5. And she tells how God, she didn't take the glory for it. It's not up to us to take the glory. Our name will be honored. The Bible tells us he'll give us a name of honor. As long as we give him all the glory. It's all going to God. If my kids turn out, it's because of God. If my marriage lasts, it's because of God. It's God. It's not me. I'm so weak, and I get so weary. But God, he gives me his strength. Hallelujah.
so Deborah, she began to sing. She sang about how God used the, the armies, the rain from heaven, the swamps from the earth. And then she says this that grabbed my heart in verse 24. It's Judges uh, 5:24. Deborah sang, and she is singing over JL. Most blessed of women be JL. Hmm. In this biblical account of a battle, one woman is prophesying another woman's victory. Two women are just showing up. Showing up. They were doing what deep in their soul they knew they were born to do. And God's people won. And the God of Israelites was praised. You've got to know why you were here. You've got to get with God and find your purpose. Sister Natalie, I remember, it was years ago, but I remember Pastor Matt telling that story of that dream. And it was a time that one of our teenagers that we were youth pastoring was a disaster. He was a mess. He wouldn't contact us. My heart was broken. But when I heard that dream and I heard that story, something clicked in this girl. And I knew I had to be Sister Natalie to his mama at our church. And I got a hold of her. And I said, no, no, no. This is what God said. And we began to pray. And that man is in our church, married his wife, and they lead together. you got to know why you're born. Hallelujah. You kind of know why you're born. Just show up. Just do your thing. You see, there was no comparison. Hear me. There was no comparison between Deborah and JL, nor competition. This is not a competition. Let's just put it to rest. We're better together. And we need one another to just show up. Mm. You see, instead of competing, Deborah actually created. She created, with her words, with her prophetic words, she created a victory. Mm. You better start speaking victory. Hallelujah. She opened her mouth and she prophesied for her, her sister. Let us be challenged in this story to get in prayer. And then when God gives you a word over someone, you just speak it out. Say what you hear from God. I gave Sister Laura a word I got in January. I don't know how God's going to do it, but he's not a man that he will lie. So what he says to me, he will do. He will do it. Hallelujah. And then God begins to, or Deborah begins to celebrate her sister. So we create victories and then we celebrate them. Celebrate your sisters. Don't be stingy with your words. Don't be stingy with your words. Because I can promise you, that lady has her own voice in her head. Along with the voice of the enemy that is constantly whispering doubts and fear and insecurities. And they need a voice to come in and silence that. So don't be stingy with your words. Hmm. Maybe you aren't Deborah. Maybe you aren't JL. Maybe you're a Mary or a Martha. Be Mary. Come and show us what it looks like to sit at his feet and to worship him, to weep. Be a Mary. 
I love to be in service with Sister Purdue. I call her a fire starter. I love it because she gets to go in and you can feel it from the back. I just am like, thank you, Jesus, Sister Lord. Thank you. We need it. On the other side, if you're a Martha, I'm not a Martha. But I'm sure thankful for the people that are. I mean, I guess I have to be because every woman has to be somewhat Martha or the clothes. No one would have any clothes to wear. But, like, I'm not an organized thinker. We have a lady in our church, Sister uh, Cindy Crutcher, and I tell her all the time, thank God you're a Martha because she keeps us in line. But be you. Show up with your skin and your gift and be you. Hmm. We need you. I need you. I thought of the ladies who've shown up in my life, and I'm finishing. My mom, she worked a full-time job and a pastor's wife. But she could be found, and this is no joke, laying beside her bed on the floor, praying. She's an intercessor. It's a calling. The reason I have my husband today is because God spoke to her. She gave him Bible studies, and, and that was the end of it. That was the end of the story. Because when a real intercessor gets a hold of a soul, <laughs> you just better back up because Jesus is going to do his thing. <laughs> she knew she wouldn't call herself a prophetess, but she totally is. She would always say in high school, well, what about Wayne? And I would be like, oh, we're just friends. We're just friends. She knew. She knew. Those of you that know, you just know. Yeah, so you speak it out. Yes. My grandma, who didn't drive, but always found a way to get to my performances. Those of you, and I thought of this today. You know, I'm standing up here, but really my mom is up here too. My grandma, prayer warrior, she's, she's up here. Because we, man, we, we take them with us. They're who we are. Give honor to your mom by showing up at church because she'd want you here. Your grandmas would want you here. One of the first memories of someone just showing up was when I was three years old. We went to church at Gethsemane at the time. Brother and Sister Slattery were our pastors. And I broke my arm. And at that time, they put you in traction. Like my arm was hanging up like this. Let me tell you what that church family did. Because my mom was working. You know, she worked full time as a nurse. This is what this church family did. They split up the hours so that somebody was always sitting with that little three-year-old girl. And a lot of times that church family took the night shift because they lived in Muncie and my mom lived in Newcastle. As That's my first memory of a church literally showing up. That's a family. They threw, I turned four in the hospital. They threw me a little party. All those ladies coming in, bringing me stuff. That's a family. That's what we do. At least I thought of the revivals that we would have. And that the church family would cook for my family. You don't know how important you are to Bishop and to Sister Laura. They love you. You become their own. It's a family. You're so important. Please just keep showing up. Just be you for Jesus. Just be you for Jesus.
And then I thought of the night, January of 2018. I was so weary in ministry and the hurts that occur within it. And you can put on your smile, but we've all been there. We've all been there. And I was telling God these words. I just can't, God. You've picked the wrong girl. I'm too sensitive. My heart breaks too easy. I just can't do it, God. I just can't do it. Only God knew I said that. I'm not even kidding. About three minutes later, my phone started pinging. Ping, ping. I picked it up. It was Sister Diamond. She was messaging me. Sis, you've been so heavy on the heart all day long. And then she, in only a way that God himself could have given her, she began to type words to me. She began to sing over my ministry. Words that would create my future. Words that would create this day. She began to prophesy over this girl who was so broken and confused. You see, her words were life-saving. They were ministry-saving. They were salvaging. Our words can salvage someone's life. And it wouldn't, it was even more, like honestly, if God would have shown up at my door and said it personally, it meant more coming through a lady who knew nothing. It meant that God cared enough about me and my broken heart that he could contact a sister and her prophesy over my life. That's real. That's what walking in the Spirit is about. It's not just talking in tongues on Sunday. It's walking in the Spirit day after day, living for Jesus on Tuesday, speaking for Him on Thursday. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Teddy Roosevelt said it like this, and I want you to hear it because God is not looking for perfection. He wants you to strive for perfection, but he knows your flaws. He knows your weaknesses, but he knows your strengths too, and he wants you to step out and do what you've been called to do. Teddy Roosevelt said it like this. It is not the critic who counts. Not the woman or man who points out how the strong woman stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done it better. The credit belongs to the woman who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, but who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because see, there's no effort without error and shortcoming but who actually does the striving to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spins herself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if she fails, at least she fails while daring greatly, so that her place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. I don't want to be that. I, I don't want to be that. I want to show up. I, I just want to show up to prayer meeting. I just want to show up to small group with my ball cap on. I just want to show up.
Ladies, thank you for showing up. God sees. He sees every laundry piece folded, every dish washed, every lunch packed, dinner cooked, hour worked, prayer prayed, tear cried. And he is the perfect CEO. And he makes sure that your debits and credits match up in the end. It may not be here, but over in glory land, they're going to match up. I told my kids the other day about Brother and Sister Marshall. I, we were talking about their sacrifice. I said, you know what? They're going to have a mansion in heaven. We might get a room, but they're going to have a mansion. What you sacrifice, God sees it, and he will reward you. He will reward you. He's coming to share his strength with you. But don't you be surprised if it doesn't come from another precious part of his body. Because remember... The body has a miraculous way of healing itself. Thank you to my brothers in Christ who day after day serve God in your profession. Where no one is watching. My husband said it the other day. No one gives you a parade every morning when you get up for work. But God sees. He sees your faithfulness. He sees how you provide for that wife and the children. Not just money, but a safe place to be themselves. Thank you. Thank you to the elders who decades after decades have been serving the kingdom. Don't stop now. We still need you. We still need you in prayer. We still need you speaking words over your children and grandchildren. Mm. And thank you to Heritage Apostolic for showing up even today, for loving with all your heart and serving his kingdom exactly as you were called to do. Amen. Let's all stand together. What a powerful word today. Look at your neighbor and tell him, I'm glad I showed up. I am glad I showed up. Amen. Amen. Very encouraging. Amen. Love and appreciate. Amen. The Lawson family, we really do. And I felt uh, that the turn of the turn of the year to contact her and ask her to come and speak. Amen. On Mother's Day. And uh, I tell you what, men, we're blessed. Come on, hold that hand up, men. Come on, let's, let's signify today. We're blessed, amen, for the women. I'm th thank God for mothers today. Amen, amen. Let's, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Uh, a lot of things going on, just pray. Uh, it is a soggy day, but you know what? When we're together, if you'll spend time together, amen, that's sunshine. And uh, spend some time together. Don't be in a hurry to leave, but uh, make sure you get a Get, get to somebody and let them know and encourage them. Uh, women had a great banquet yesterday. What a great job. Sister Rexanne did a great job. Amen. Speaking to the ladies yesterday. Thank you so much. Amen. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. We thank you, Lord, for your word. 
We thank you, Lord God, for the encouragement today, Jesus. I pray, God, that you help us, Lord, God, to recognize and realize, Lord God, we're a part of the body, Lord. And God, I pray, God, that you help us rise up, Lord God, that we can do, Lord, that we can be, Lord, all that you've called us to be, Lord, that we can be strong together. And we ask you to bind us together in that spirit of love and unity that we can accomplish your will. In the precious name of Jesus, we thank you for it. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Make sure you spend some time. Make sure you let mamas know today we sure appreciate you. Don't forget Wednesday night. Don't forget prayer Tuesday, 11 o'clock. If you could be here at 11 o'clock during the day, 11 to 12. And then uh, Tuesday night, 6 o'clock. Hey, we have Mother's Day photo booth back here in the corner. If you want to take some pictures, right over here, Mom, they put together this photo booth. Take some pictures with family. Take some pictures with some of the friends. Kids, amen, gather around Mom, Grandma. Get you a picture.